You're listening to the Break Free Podcast with your host, Bridget Karsh. Together, we'll uncover, dig through, and break free from the stories that are holding us back so that we can focus on becoming exactly who we're meant to be. Are you ready? Let's do this. I once had a mentor tell me, you are the master of your own destiny. And I was like, what? (laughs) And he was like, you are the master of your own destiny. So you get to create what you want. And I realized that it's just as easy for us to create a life that we want and in any situation, right? Like our relationships, our finances, our health, our life, whatever, as it is to create our own hell. And so today on this episode, I want to be talking about part one of creating your own hell. And it's a it's a way for us to reflect on like, is there something on our end that we can do to create a better future and reality? Or are we stuck in our drama and creating our own hell? So I hope you're excited because I want to do a multi-part series on this on a lot of these like target areas. So I'm thinking relationship, health, life, finances, and kind of really anything else I can kind of come up with as I'm, you know, starting to record these episodes. But today we are going to be talking about relationships. So are you creating your own hell in your relationships? And I know it sounds super dramatic to say it that way, but maybe if you're listening to this, you might be going through a tumultuous time with your spouse or your partner or even like a friendship or a family member that you're just you're just not feeling great about and it's really easy for us to put the blame on other people and to be like well if they didn't do this or they said this and it affected me that way it's really easy for us to get on that like it's not my fault it's theirs but i really want to encourage us to look at what we can do and take ownership on our actions and make a different choice. So like I said, you can frame this in any kind of relationship that you're working on. But for me, I have my marriage and we've been married a year and a half at the time that I'm recording this podcast episode. And frankly, like we've had so much growth, even in the last few months, um, especially with a baby coming, right? We're talking about you know, we're just, we're just communicating a lot better and it makes me feel so happy to know that that's what we're working on, but it hasn't always been perfect. And I am never here to paint that picture of like, oh my gosh, our life is great because we've worked through some shit. Like we've had gaps in our communication. Um, and even something that I'm going to start like this conversation with, with you is, is, are you setting expectations without communicating them? And that is something I will say that I had a lot of expectations around for my husband and he didn't even realize that I had them. And so I would continually get frustrated with him and then just like shut down. And he would be like, what is going, like, why are you upset with me? And I'm like, well, you didn't do this. And he's like, I didn't, I didn't know you wanted me to do that. And I'm like, you're absolutely right. Like, I feel like a jerk because I just assumed that you should know that that's what I want. You know, it could go with things like even 
love like love languages. So if you aren't familiar with love languages, I highly, highly encourage you to go to the five love or something. I'll put it in the show notes, but essentially you can take a free test to figure out what your love language is. I would include that with your spouse, have your spouse take it because if you don't know how they receive and feel loved, it's going to be a constant battle of trying to figure out what, like how to show them love, right? Like, because we all feel love in a very different way. There's five different ways. So there's acts of service, physical touch, quality time, gifts, and gosh, I always forget the other one. Um, words of affirmation, which is mine. <laughs> so it's funny that I forgot that. And my husband is physical touch and acts of service. So he loves when I like make him breakfast and things like that, right? So I like when he tells me I do a good job making breakfast. Do you understand? And so it's like, if he is buying me gifts and that's not my love language, then he thinks he's doing a good job, but I am like, well, yeah, but you're still missing this piece right here. And so it's like, you're not feeling fulfilled. So sorry for the side tangent there, but it's, I highly recommend doing the love languages. doesn't mean you have to read the entire book. There's plenty you can find online, but honestly, knowing how your spouse receives love or your partner, or even there's one for kids. So that's very important too. any relationship. You should know how they want to receive love. And then the other piece of that is you have to actively work on that. Every relationship takes work. And I think that that's a reminder that we all need because like getting married, (laughs) it takes constant work. It takes constant effort and prioritization. And I think, honestly, I think that's why so many relationships fail is because you get married and then you stop doing all the things that made you fall in love with that person in the first place. And don't get me wrong. I understand that it's not realistic to keep doing all the things all the time, but to be mindful of that is very important. And I'm going to ask that you take ownership on it too. Something that I think can create a hell for us is that we expect somebody else to take that action first. It's kind of one of those, well, they don't do it, so why should I? And I bet you're smiling because you're like, oh, crap. Yep. And that happened a lot in the beginning of our relationship because, you know, we used to have that puppy love and whatever in the beginning. And then, you know, you slowly kind of stop doing things that that person loves or really feels loved about, you know, and then they're like, well, why don't you do that anymore? And it's like, well, what do you do for me? It's like, if I scratch your back, you scratch mine. But I want to say in order to escape that hell, I'm going to ask you to be more mindful, even though it might take a while for them to catch on start doing those things again. Start doing the things that you know makes them feel loved without expecting anything in return. That is the hardest part, but I'm here to tell you that that's truly going to help re-spark things. And there's also a book called The Love Dare, and it's more of a Christian-based book. I haven't actually finished it. I bought it for Dan and I, but I've paged through it a couple times just because I know that a lot of people have had really great success with it. And I'm like, well, 
you know, I'm happy with our good relationship, but like, how can we make it great? And that's something else that I think we can look at again in any type of relationship is why settle for good when you can have great. So that leads me into the next area is communication. So while preparing for baby, um, I made it a point to talk to Dan, my husband and say, Hey, there's a baby coming. (laughs) I want to make sure that we're still going to prioritize ourselves and communicate and prioritize our relationship. And like, what are your expectations of me? And here are my expectations of you. Can we talk through it? And yeah, sometimes those conversations are uncomfortable, honestly, like they're not fun. They're not fun to have, but the more that you do it, obviously the easier it gets, but it's a lot easier to understand expectations, set boundaries, figure out what's really important. And maybe it opens up an opportunity for them to talk about their fears or their, you know, anything, right? It just, it opens another door. So communication is really important. And if you're sitting there kind of like just assuming things and you're not communicating or you're just like getting frustrated and you don't share your frustrations, don't do it in a naggy way. (laughs) I will say like, be constructive about it. Say, Hey, I'm feeling like this. This is what's frustrating me. Can we talk through it? Can we come up with a solution instead of being snotty and snappy, um, or trying to dig nails at each other? Like nothing good comes from being a bear cat. Like, yes, you might have your guard up. You might have some issues. Like there's been times that I get sassy. I'll call it, I'll call it sassy. <laughs> there's other words for it, but I'll be sassy about something and I'll be like, nothing's wrong. And it's like, well, that doesn't help because if you keep just shoving it down, then how is that person supposed to know that they did something that didn't feel good for you or that you had these expectations for them that they didn't hit? It's not fair for them. So by doing that, you're then pushing them away, right? Or they feel like nothing they do is good enough because they can tell you're upset, but you can't tell them why you're upset. So make sure you're communicating. Stop assuming you know, if you have expectations, like can communicate that. Um, the other thing that I want to say when it does come to assuming, so don't just assume that they're going to do something like be a jerk about something, or don't just assume that they're going to say something mean or, you know, not listen, let them show you what they're going to do stop assuming. So something that I do often is I try to assume positive intent always. That goes for work, that goes for friendships, that goes for people on social media who have some weird shit to say, (laughs) that goes for my husband, anybody. If they say something or if they do something or if it doesn't match up with what I thought, I just assume positive intent. I try to figure out a story that is going to serve me like, oh, you know, they maybe wanted some alone time because there's a baby on the way or like, hey, you know, they had a really rough week at work. They just want to go out hunting and just like take in nature. It's not because they don't want to be around me. You know what I mean? So it's like, is the story you're telling yourself one that's serving you or is it one that's like really crushing you? Because 
really, you could just ask them like, hey, you know, I just wanted to ask, like, is this something that I did or is this whatever? And having those conversations while uncomfortable are going to help you communicate better and build a better relationship. And that's just what I have to say about that. All right. So the last piece that I have here is you need to be their biggest cheerleader. Even though you're like, well, maybe this will stroke their ego. I don't know. I'm not really into that. Hear me out. You are with them. You're friends with them. Your your relationship with them is important to you, right? You need to be their biggest cheerleader. Don't be snarky. Don't try to cut them down or throw them under the bus in front of people. You need to be respectful and praise them. That is how you are going to create a better relationship. Because at the end of the day, you are choosing to commit your energy and your time to them. And it's so important for us to lift them up and to have positive thoughts and to to have a positive relationship than it is to call them out publicly or shame them in front of their friends or even if they're doing something that you don't approve of, like my advice is not to bitch them out in front of people, but instead take it to a private, you know, wait till you get home to have that conversation and just say like, Hey, I didn't really appreciate that. Here's why you have to enter that with a level headedness because if you come in super hot headed, like that's only like fire just creates more fire. So that's another really important piece is, you know, just be your partner, your friend, your whatever's biggest cheerleader. And if there's something that happens that's outside of what you deem appropriate, you need to have that conversation with them, but do it in a respectful private matter because at the end of the day, nobody wants to be called out publicly, right? So that is just like one last thing is, if you're in a relationship and you're you're doing these things, that could be creating some tumultuous times. It could cre- be creating some waves in your relationship. And at the end of the day, you know, of course relationships take work, but we want to spend our time with them and like spend good quality time and have fun and enjoy it. Don't make it harder. <laughs> Find ways that you can take ownership. And I know it's so easy for us to say like well, they don't do this. So I, why would I do that? And it's like, you have to be the bigger person. You have to be the one that decides that you're going to commit to putting your best foot forward and then, you know, hope that they learn from you. Hope that they see you putting that effort forth because at the end of the day, you are two people working towards a similar goal, right? We all want to have a carefree, fun relationship. And in order to do that, if you have expectations, we have to communicate that. We have to assume positive intent. We need to add in intimacy if you're in a relationship that's intimate. We need to figure out those love languages and make sure that we're communicating on that level. And so many relationships I see end because one person thinks that they're showing love in the way that the other person wants it. And it's really not. A lot of times we show love in the way that we want to receive love. And so I'm telling you, you have to go take out the love language test because it is awesome. And 
knowing that and keeping that in the back of your mind is really going to help keep your relationship in the forefront of your mind. And then also just being respectful, not cutting them down and being, being able to praise them and to be their biggest fan. Those are all things like we really just have to focus on. And if you're kind of going through a tough time, this is a way that you can reflect back and ask yourself, what am I doing to improve this? Don't rely on somebody else taking action first and do it without needing an audience clapping for you. So what I mean by that is do it for a while without seeking recognition, without demanding attention. Just start doing your best and start communicating more. And I promise you, they're going to start to notice. And if they don't, then maybe that is a sign that this relationship isn't isn't good for you anymore, or maybe you've outgrown it or whatever. I always recommend talking to somebody that's completely external, like a therapist. Those are things that are really important too, just to get another perspective. But what I don't recommend is you going to a girlfriend or the guys or whatever, and just bitching. Because when you sit and bitch about your partner or your spouse or somebody in a relationship, you are focusing on the negative and that's just going to continue to fester and you're going to only focus on negative things. So I really hope this helped. I would love to hear if you thought this was like valuable or if you're like, ah, oh, I wasn't really feeling it. It's okay. I want feedback. But the next few parts, like I said, are going to be um, like, are you creating your own hell around your health, your life, your finances? And, you know, if there's any other topics where you're like, this would be amazing, please let me know. Um, I'm excited to, to kind of keep diving into this and just realize that we do create our own destiny and we have the power to choose better. It just takes mindfulness. And these are questions and things that I'm bringing up to you that I've experienced that I hope you can learn from. So until next time, we'll see you soon. Thank you so much for listening to the Break Free Podcast. If this episode resonated with you, it would mean the world to me if you could send it to a girlfriend that needs to hear this message too. Please be sure to leave me a rating and review on your podcast app so that together we can help more women break free. I can't wait to chat again soon. And don't forget, it's your time to break free, girl. 